0: Hi, this is Zach. And Kayla. This week's episode is brought to you by Funkworks Saison Belgian Style Ale. Excellent. shinerbach And Eagle Rare Bourbon. Cheers. <laughs> you just shot that sipping bourbon.
1: Oh, well... I thought that's what we were doing. It's in a shot glass. Oh,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> um, so this is our second episode of Bar Hoppin' and House Home shopping, Something like that. And we are so excited to be here with you guys again. Um, and we did have 26 people listen to our episode over the last week, and we're pretty Pumped about that. So if you like what you hear, subscribe or share with your friends and family and coworkers and and that person at the grocery store that always talks to you about nothing and you just need something to tell, we would love that. Obviously, if you don't like it, don't share, but we would appreciate it, obviously.
0: And if you have any suggestions, comments, dick pics. Etc., you can text us at area code 928 380 3974.
1: We would love to hear from you. <laughs> so, um, a lot has developed. Last episode, we kind of did an overview of the house buying process. And this week, we have kind of ran full force into the process. <laughs> into a brick wall, um, a sagging wall, a cracked wall, um, many things. I think this week has been an experience for us.
0: Yeah, Uh, fell on a lot of grenades.
1: A lot of grenades, some really nice houses as well, Um, and we're excited to tell you about it.
0: And a bunch of houses we didn't even get a chance to look at, because... Other people wanted them first.
1: Yeah, that happens. Um, The market in Kansas City, as we knew, is um, pretty quick. Our realtor is um, Becky Hopkins with Better Homes and Gardens, and she was thinking we were pretty funny for doing this podcast, but um, she will be a guest for us um, coming up on an episode soon, so we're excited to have her. But um, bless her. Send us your
0: questions if you have questions for a realtor.
1: Yeah, send us your questions, 928-380-3974. Becky is an amazing person to answer questions, especially for first-time homebuyers or um, even just about houses in general. Her family overall has a history of... um, buying and selling homes. Her mom is also a real estate agent. Her dad is a real estate investor and our current landlord. So um, they're an amazing family. And whenever Becky's on, we would love to have a list of questions for you to ask her. Um,
0: Maybe we'll even set up some social media stuff if you want to tweet at us or something else to ask questions instead of texting
1: yeah text us right now yes or no if you want to us to have a separate twitter line or if uh, no like you already have too many things on twitter just let us know and we'll look at those and maybe we'll do a facebook poll i don't know
0: you may be entertained by my random twitter musings
1: Zach has great twitter musings um if you're a twitter person you can follow him at Z-E-L-K-I-N-T-O-N, Zelkington. He's a great person to follow. And I'm not just saying that because I like
0: him. You can follow Kayla. <laughs> Ta-da, sunshine.
1: <laughs> you don't have to.
0: T-A-D-A, sunshine.
1: I'm okay with not being
0: followed. Oh.
1: <laughs> um. But, okay, let's get down to business. So, I'm just going to give you, I want to give you a high level of our week, and then we can kind of dip into that a little bit better. So, Friday night, we recorded our first episode for you. Saturday, we went home shopping with Becky. Sunday morning, well, Saturday night, we... um what did we do? What did we do Saturday night? <laughs> this week has gone by fast. <laughs> we went to high dive?
0: KU game? Yeah, we were at high diver in the KU game. We went
1: to high dive. It was um, the only place really around that we could get a seat to watch the Kansas basketball game. Zach is a Kansas fan. I am not. Go Hogs. And um uh Sunday we woke up, we went to a wedding show called Unbridled, sponsored by The Pitch in Kansas City, which that is for another episode. But Zach and I are also both in wedding planning process. So that'll be maybe a different thing that we talk about. Um after that, we Zach and I literally went like hellishly fast to a shitload of open houses. Open houses, if you're not familiar, if you've never just gotten curious and been to an open house, usually they're between like 1 and 4 in the afternoon. So your window of going is super small. And we'll talk about that a little bit in a minute as well. Um, I don't even know what we did the rest of the week. But several times throughout the week, we have... um, had some homes that we wanted to see again. Um, for example, Monday night we went and revisited a home that we had seen on Sunday. Um, Tuesday, we went to go visit a different home,
0: <laughs> and then tacos,
1: and then tacos.
0: Oh, Monday we went to or Kansas City Joe's now, but
1: oh, we went to Kate. KC, Joe's KC, the the best barbecue place in Kansas City. Um, Tuesday, we went to Taco Tuesday at Taco Republic with our friends Stephanie and Odie. It was great and wonderful and lovely. And um, Wednesday, we totally vegged. Thursday, in the middle of the day, we saw two houses. And um, today, we frantically saw a house at the end of the day. So that is kind of what our week has looked like, if that gives you a better idea of what home shopping is like, and maybe why I haven't texted you back. If you've texted me and I haven't texted you back, I'm sorry. (laughs) That's why. Um, Things have been crazy. So that's kind of just an overview. Um, Plus, you know, normal things like Grocery shopping and laundry and and work. Zach and I are still both working forty plus hours a week. So, um, home shopping, woo woo. To me, it's very fun. I can see how people get annoyed to it very quickly. Um, I think. Um, I will talk a little bit about our house hunt with Becky, and then do you want to talk a little bit about our open houses?
0: Sure. Okay. Um,
1: I'll go first. Okay. Saturday, um, we saw some homes with our realtor, Becky Hopkins, and um, there are some really great ones, and there were also some ones that I think we saw five total. There were maybe eight on our list, and one of them we walked into, and a person was in there. <laughs> because the appointment times we had taken so long looking at other houses that our appointment times hadn't lined up, someone who was still living in their house was still there. So we <laughs> we, we used the lockbox to get into their house. We're literally walking around in their living room when, like, what a sixteen-year-old? Yeah. <laughs> I literally would have shit myself if someone came into my house when I was in there.
0: At that age, we could have walked in on jerking off.
1: <laughs> we could have, yes. We didn't, thankfully. He seemed like a nice kid. He was like, oh, I thought the appointment time was from blah, blah, blah to blah, blah, blah. We just left for an hour and a half. Well, yes, you did, honey. And now we're just now showing up because we're slow house shoppers, okay? Um, We wander. And now <laughs> We wander. Um we also debrief. We have after we look at every house, we s- stand like in a really private area like the basement or out in the front by our cars or something and debrief with our realtor so that she knows what we liked and didn't like about the house and so that she can kind of get a better idea of um you know what to give us next. So also on Saturday we saw we went to a house that um we for some reason couldn't get into. Um, we went to a house that we basically like walked in and said, uh, we don't really need to see this anymore. Um, we went to an amazing house in sort of a dream neighborhood. Um, I'm gonna look, maybe get a little emotional talking about this. Um, we love the Brookside neighborhood of Kansas City. It is, the plaza area is very nice and very expensive. Brookside is very nice and very expensive. It has a lot of very fun things to do. It has great coffee shops, cool shops, all kinds of things. It's a great walking neighborhood, um, lots of older homes, and very historic, I would say, mm-hmm. to the Kansas City area. Honestly, Zach and I don't really, well, I, I can't speak for him, I guess. I never expected us to get into Brookside with our budget because of how, I know how expensive the homes are there, but this home came on the market. Did not meet all of our criteria. It did not have a garage. That's the, that's the differentiator here. But big, bright, airy, historic. The kitchen was literally perfect. Two bedroom, two bathroom, which um, most people would not be okay with, but it's just Zach and I. So, um, for me, that seems perfect. Zach is totally 100% okay with that as well. Um, great bathrooms, great finishes, um, cool fireplaces and window seats and stuff like that. Um, great yard. The yard was amazing. Big front porch. Uh, Oh, amazing front porch. Zach kind of swooned on the front porch. And um so we walked away from it because it was literally at the top of our budget. And a garage or some sort of like workshop area is something that is pretty important to both me and Zach just for a storing things, but B, I like refinishing and building furniture. So that was something that I I didn't necessarily have to have, but for being at the top of our budget, I would have wanted it. Um Today, we found out that that house went pending, and so now I'm just dying to know what it sold for because if it sold for less than asking, I'm going to kick myself in the face for not putting an offer in on it. So that's kind of how our Saturday went, and um, it was fun. It was great. I think we um, learned a lot about what we like and dislike and want and don't want. There are several neighborhoods that we thought we might want to be in, and I think we realize we don't. Zach, do you want to talk about Sunday? You can talk about the wedding show if you want.
0: (laughs) Well, the wedding show was interesting. It was their first year, so they hadn't worked all the bugs out. So the Um,
1: pitch is a publication in Kansas City um, that does sort of like the hippest restaurants, the coolest bars, that kind of thing.
0: It was at the Uptown Theater, super historic uh, venue in Kansas City. I've seen a lot of shows there. What um, show did we see there? What show did we see there?
1: Something with animals in it. Turtles or horses or something.
0: Oh, Trampled by turtles?
1: Is that what we saw? No.
0: No. Horses. Oh, Band of Horses? Yes! Oh, that's, <laughs> that was during uh, uh, the night the bus stole Christmas. One of those nights we went there for near my birthday a couple years ago. I think. We it saw
1: Sergil there, too. Did we? I think so. Sergil Simpson, Americana artist. Amazing. Look him up. Full brass band. When he played for us. Mm
0: -hmm. I just don't... I get so confused with all the different venues around town. Well,
1: venues... Like, not a venue's a venue, because different venues matter. But it's a stage. It's an open seating area.
0: And usually when we're at concerts, I'm drinking a bit. So... (laughs) You know, you got to get multiple beers at a time when their lines are a mile long. True. Anyways, and uh, it was pretty cool. A few vendors there get to try different drinks, different food. Entered a bunch of stuff to try try to win, you know, (laughs) champagne toasts or different things like that.
1: Free vacation.
0: Yeah. So far we got entered for one thing. Mm-hmm. champagne toast if you book with them. That's the catch on all of them. <laughs> you don't actually win it until you spend a lot more money with them. True. Then after that, uh, went home, grabbed a car, and proceeded to drive around town like mad people. <laughs> Looking, I think we looked at another five houses or so. In
1: An hour and a half.
0: Hour and a half, yeah. <laughs> Saw... Well, of course, there's some that weren't very big winners, so it didn't take very long. We literally walked in real quick, walked around, and walked out. We saw some duds. Big duds.
1: Some leaning. Okay, talk about what would make you think it's a dud right when you walk in. What to look for.
0: Um, Of course, when I'm first walking up, I'm always looking to see what I can see on the foundation. If it's cracked, if the house itself is leaning.
1: Sometimes... As you're walking up to a house, you can literally see that it's not vertical.
0: <laughs> I was looking at wood for wood rot, glancing at the roof. You can I'm pretty good at telling how old it was I was raised in the roofing industry. let's talk
1: about like what how you can actually tell the age of the roof. So Uh, Me, I'm an amateur, but I look at the roof, too, because roofs are an expensive replacement. When I look at a roof, I look to see if it is all the same color, because if it is not all the same color, if there's dark spots or light spots, that means that it's aged. Um, Or you can also tell by like if there's shingles lifted or pulled off in some places, what do you look for?
0: Uh, also look for waves in the roof. That means there's decking issues usually if they're pretty old. Um,
1: waves. Like it looks like the roof is waving mm-hmm. like at like textured.
0: <laughs> Ideally. I mean, you're not always able to touch it, but you can do a lift test if you can't lift a shingle more than a few inches with it, without it breaking. If it breaks, that means it's super old and brittle. <clears throat> um, you know, you can, yeah, always good look for missing shingles. Um, if you can see the flashing around chimneys and stuff like that, that's a big place where it'll leak. Yeah. Um,
1: flashing is the metal piece that goes um, underneath the shingles, correct? hmm Just want to make sure. Um, so usually you'll find it like at the edge of a roof, you'll see metal. Um, and it's sort of like a thin metal piece that goes around the corner of something. And that's why he said chimneys as well, because there will be thin metal pieces that go around the corners for a chimney. And it's supposed to be, like, to keep the shingles as close to the surface as possible, I believe.
0: Right. It's to fill in the gap, because the shingles can't can't be completely waterproof around right angles and stuff like that. Right. Um, Then we walk in, you know, easiest way to tell is if all of a sudden you start to fall to one side when you're walking <laughs> we, we walked into some floors like that where you start yeah. leaning real hard
1: that's just that just means the foundation sinking on one side I or have... to or both sides or the middle remember the house with mm-hmm. the raised middle and the outside
0: yeah Then <laughs> i'm always looking at ceilings for water damage which um, would look like usually brown spots on the ceilings uh A lot of times they'll follow uh, whichever way the studs are running um, above the ceiling. Um, Looking for cracks, most of the time they'll be coming from the corners of door openings or where, you know, a wall and and ceiling meet. Uh, It's another good indication of foundation issues. Um,
1: And I will just say, I don't know how scientific this is, but... This is what I've looked for when looking at houses. If a crack is diagonal, it's typically a settling, like normal house settling. Where if it's, like, vertical, it's not. That's trouble, right?
0: I think so. And then they also get horizontal cracks. Usually you'll see Horizontal
1: cracks are not good either. You'll
0: see more of that in the foundation than walls, usually, unless it's a really bad issue. Um...
1: I want to go back to the roof thing for a second because my mom actually does um, homeowners insurance for a lot of people. And um sorry for making you sound like an old lady in the last episode, mom. She's not old at all. She's actually young and fun and frisky and um, very smart. And so whenever I was looking for to buy my first home by myself, she was kind of a sounding person for me. Like, Um, you know, if you get this in a home, your insurance might not insure you. And one of the things that is very important whenever you're going through your inspection process, because you probably won't be able to tell just in the home touring process, one of the most important things to look for in your home inspection is how many layers of roofing there are. Because if you have a certain amount of layers, usually if you have more than two, most insurance companies will not write a policy for you. Or if they do, it's going to be very expensive. So that's something important to look for um, because you cannot own a home without homeowners insurance. Technically, I think you can, but it's stupid. So don't do that.
0: Well, as soon as you your lender finds out, they won't.
1: You exactly. You
0: won't be because they have a vested interest. They technically own the house. Well, they own the
1: house. Your bank owns the house. Right. Unless you're buying in cash, which if you are, congratulations. <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: And I think these days it's not as popular anymore. You're not going to find really run into multi-layered shingle roof. Um, any reputable company will tear off the previous layer and do mm. it. It doesn't really save them that much money or time. It's very, you can, you are watch guys that do roofing you can tear off a roof really quickly
1: but a lot of how ha- older homes have multiple layers
0: right that means the top layer is probably old too because that was probably done a long time ago right um, yeah
1: but definitely something to look for is there anything else you wanted to talk about and that like what you look for in a house when you're walking in
0: um just you know little things i mean you can start to see where Maybe the walls are pulling away from the moldings. Um,
1: oh, yeah. Just, mm-hmm. You
0: know, paint flaking in weird spots, it usually is water damage, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always really bad homes about have water plaster. damage.
1: Yeah. Plaster will flake if there's water behind it. Yeah. These are things that we, all these things are things that we looked at this week in the last seven days. I know you're impressed.
0: Of course, and then you start (laughs) to go down into basements. Oh, yes. That's where you really look out for water damage. Um, Dark spots,
1: water lines on the floor.
0: Especially in Kansas City. I mean, we've got, just about everywhere's got a basement. Um, Some unfinished. Most unfinished in Kansas City. Um, And granted, you're going to see cracks and stuff down there. Like, you know, they're settling. To be fair, uh, most of the houses we're looking at are probably at least 50, 60, to 100 and something years old at this point.
1: However, we did look at two new builds. Gross. Um, and Zach and I are very open-minded. Um, but these new builds... Uh, oh, that's Bill. That's our dog. Thank did, you, Bill. She said
0: build, not bill.
1: <laughs> um, he. So the new builds, um, they felt a little bit like you were walking into an apartment complex. Um, there was nothing personal about them. They didn't have pantries or any sort of storage. I don't even... I mean, it was just very basic. It looked like, okay... I'm going to furnish this and have someone move in temporarily furnished apartment, that sort of thing. Um, So we quickly scratched those off the list. Not new builds in general, but definitely new builds by this investor. This
0: builder just going through Kansas City, tearing down old houses and putting up these. And they're cool looking. Trying to look hip, modern looking. They look hip. Vertical. Austin is clean
1: lines, houses. Yeah.
0: He's trying to get Austin prices for them though, too. And they're
1: oh, overpriced for the neighborhood totally
0: built on slabs, no basement. no
1: basements, which in Kansas City is crazy. And we don't even need a basement. Zach and I looked at them because we don't even necessarily want a basement, but it is weird in Kansas City to not have a basement.
0: Uh, because we get those big, swirly things that come down from the sky. With debris and winds. I don't know what you're talking about. Tornadoes.
1: Tornadoes. That sounds delicious. Uh, (laughs) So, um, Zach, after our whirlwind of a weekend of looking at 10-ish homes, has um, learned not to trust tall old houses anymore. Because those were definitely the worst ones that we saw in um, foundation issues it's like this big heavy house on a concrete block basement and it just they were not good you guys they were leaning and pieces of them looked like they might just fall off and the worst part is they looked great from the front all these houses looked like nice normal houses from the front until you walk through the door so
0: everyone's got internal issues
1: Everybody has their own issues. You never know what problems someone is facing. So be nice to everyone, you guys.
0: It's chaos, be kind. <laughs>
1: exactly. Um so uh so Monday night we actually went back to revisit one of the homes that we had sprinted through on Sunday. Uh it was in a neighborhood on the Kansas side of the Kansas City
0: metro metro.
1: Um so really close to where we're actually renting right now, probably what like four blocks, five blocks from here?
0: Yeah, not far at all.
1: Five blocks from where we live now. We're actually renting on the Missouri side. So if you drive west for five blocks, essentially this house would be there. Um super bright and light and had everything on our checklist. Um, so we wanted to revisit it and possibly make an offer. Uh, until we walked in and um, I had sent the link to the house earlier to a friend of mine, Mindy Dilly. We love you so much. And... Um, We sent the link to her and she had replied back something like, oh, is the refrigerator blocking part of the doorway? That's so funny. I love quirky houses. And um, we love you, Mindy, for pointing out something that we would not have even noticed until, you know, two months probably after living there. And um, (laughs) the refrigerator was blocking part of the doorway from the dining room to the kitchen. Not only that. Um, there was no dishwasher, which is not an issue, right? Dishwashers are fairly easy to block out and install. But um, I'm going to have Zach actually talk about why that became a larger issue.
0: (laughs) Well, like any good person should do, I had a tape measure in my car. (laughs) I went out and grabbed that. Started doing some measuring, and lo and behold, the counter and cabinets underneath it uh, were not deep enough to accept your standard size dishwasher.
1: Or any size dishwasher, yeah. really. Unless it was like...
0: Weirdly small. You'd have specially to like, made. Yeah, it'd be really <laughs> expensive to find that.
1: And the countertops actually could not be extended because they were there were doors on both sides.
0: So, you know, we realized why no one else had uh, installed one before. Apparently, these people have been living there for like 16 years without a dishwasher. Um, Sorry,
1: we're extra and we want a dishwasher.
0: So, (laughs) um, we were originally planning if we got that house, we're going to have to replace that uh, Formica countertop anyways. (laughs) But come to find out, that's why no one else probably done that either because it's not worth the hassle. So I started doing some more measuring about maybe possibly building an island for a dishwasher in the middle of the kitchen. Um, not super big. Um, just enough room to fit a dishwasher, maybe a couple drawers or a paint or a door to store some random stuff in. But then you start opening doors and walking around, what it would feel like to have that in there, and it would just be way too small. Plus this kitchen had a really cool built-in ironing board that folds down from the wall
1: (laughs) and a lot of great built-in cabinets that That was a huge part of it
0: so we'd have to start you know removing stuff and the next thing you're talking about is reconfiguring the entire kitchen
1: spending ten thousand dollars instead
0: of 200 knocking down this wall if it's not load-bearing to extend into this breakfast nook so you have more room yeah so So, the list of reasons why not to buy this house now started piling up. Um, Number one, the kitchen. The kitchen. Um, That was a big thing. We don't really want to move in and then have a huge expense right away, especially when this one was on the higher end of our top of our budget. There's so many houses at this point, I lose track of where they're all at. And then I started also to think, uh, we should probably check to see if, speak of the devil, Bill would be allowed to live in this city, because he is part Staffordshire Terrier, which most people consider pit bulls around here. Um, So we looked that up, and just about every city on the Kansas side has the exact same language that if they have characteristics, or even look like one, or most of their bloodline is from one, they're not allowed, so
1: which Bill is actually not majority pit bull breed. He only has less than 25% Staffordshire Terrier, which is the pit bull that people say. Um, He has 25% Boston Terrier, which makes him stubborn as hell. And he has 12% lab. And then the rest of him is unidentifiable. And yes, we did do a DNA test on our dog because he's a weird looking little guy and we love him. And we wanted to be able to tell people what he was
0: and we're millennials.
1: And that means, um, because he does look and we'll post a picture on our social media. And if we create a Twitter account, if you guys want us to create a Twitter account, text us at nine, two, eight, three, eight, zero, three, nine, seven, four. And we will post a picture of him there and you will see, That alone, he does kind of look like a pit bull. But if you put him next to a pit bull, he really does not look like a pit bull. But that being said, we don't want to risk our dog being taken away from us because we do love him. in all of his little quirky ways. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. So that being said, we redirected.
0: So now we're pretty much looking in just the Kansas City, Missouri area. Right. Which is relatively big. We just uh, yes. narrow down the neighborhoods we're looking in. And, of course, that uh, dictates what kind of house you're going to get for your money. Some are much more desirable than others.
1: I think uh, it helped us narrow down, though, because we did have a really hard time deciding what, where we wanted to be.
0: True. Um, <laughs> Missouri's the side where there's lots of stuff to do. Kansas side is where everybody moves when they have kids for the most part.
1: Yes. And um, also a lot of the older houses are on the Missouri side. The problem basements are on the Missouri side. So you get a lot more things to do and a lot more walkability and that sort of thing. But you are getting a lot more issues with your house. So that's just something that we, on Monday accepted and moved forward with. Um, so we refocused to the Missouri side and on um, this week, <laughs> we went back and or we started looking at just houses on the Missouri side. And I think it's going well.
0: It is. Um,
1: We've looked at maybe four houses since then.
0: I think so. I think that's right. It's been a blur.
1: Yeah, it has been a blur and it's exhausting, quite frankly. We, uh, It's fun. You know, guys, not to put a plug out there, but I use this app called Design Home and it's a game where you design rooms and (laughs) I love it and it um, gets me more and more excited about having my own place every day. I'm like, oh, look at that green wall. Or, oh, look at this fancy rug I can put somewhere. And look how good it looks with this furniture. And um, that and Zillow, I think... We haven't talked about Zillow at all in this episode.
0: We mentioned a lot in the last one.
1: <laughs> Go Zillow. So I do want to talk about... um. Uh, A little bit about our realtor, and she's very cute. And their company, Better Homes and Gardens, their website, their actual um, home search dashboard is pretty hard to use. It's not super user-friendly. Like... Uh, you have to put in your search parameters. It's very hard to search. Like, If you just are like, oh, I forgot about that home on Wyoming Street. I need to look up that home. It's very hard to do just simple things like that. But exciting news, uh, today or yesterday? Yesterday, they launched a new um, website, which Becky has been very excited to get us onboarded. And so Zach and I um, will be spending some time on that this weekend and re-looking at homes and re-putting in our parameters and things like that so that it's a little bit more user-friendly. And from her training, Becky has been um, onboarded and she's been trained on the back end of it as a real estate agent, but it's supposed to be a better search engine than Zillow. So we're pretty excited about that. We'll see, I guess. She said she wants our feedback.
0: Unless Zillow's listening and they want to sponsor us, then we'll keep using you guys.
1: <laughs> we love Zillow. Um, So, one of the houses that we had looked at um, earlier in the week. Did I already talk about this?
0: The one that went pending?
1: Did I talk about it? I
0: think we did, yeah. You did.
1: Someone else. Because you were going to oh, get yeah, emotional yeah. about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, just wanted to make sure.
0: I like the house a lot, too. Well, you get a gut feeling usually when you walk inside the house. That was the only one I've had a real good feeling about right away.
1: So we looked at a beautiful house today after work. Um, we were actually we're planning on looking at some new listings tomorrow. And um, we got a call today that said there were already multiple offers on this house. And so after work, we scrambled over there to look at this house to make sure we got our chance as well to make an offer if we wanted to. And it was a beautiful home. Beautiful, um, cl- clean, which I have to warn people if you do want a job hunt, be please be aware. House hunt. House hunt, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> if you do want a house hunt, um, please be aware that people do not clean. Very well. Especially if you're a really clean person. If you're a neat freak. Zach and I are, neither one of us are neat freaks. We're both clean. We're both good at like, um, you know, going through and getting dust off of things and corners and stuff like that. And if we're leaving a place, like when we move out, we're very, very detailed and very clean. But these, no one. We've only seen maybe like three really clean houses out of the maybe... 15 that we've looked at. 15 or so in the first week.
0: And not all of them still have people living in them, but But we've also been to some where the people that are staging are trying to sell it or didn't do a good job cleaning before people came in or... Picking up trash in the yard. Or finishing your projects. Like leaving exposed wires. We won't name any names, but there's a very...
1: There's a sketchy real estate agent in the Kansas city area who is young and fun. And she knows this type of um, finishes that people want in houses to get people there.
0: They're just not executed well.
1: And usually she buys houses in good neighborhoods, puts the nice finishes in, but you can tell like you didn't even bother to tape while you were painting. You didn't even bother to pick up trash out of the yard or Pull out a dead bush. I mean, come on. It's been fairly disappointed. We've gotten to the point where if we see a home that we really like, we ask our real estate agent if this home is um, represented by this realtor before we go see it so that we don't get our hopes up. (laughs) That's how bad it is. Um, so tomorrow we are going to look at some more listings. So we'll have some more updates for you guys. Um, and remember if you like what you heard, please hit subscribe or share it with your friends and family. Um, maybe next week we had 26 listeners this week. Hopefully next week we'll get some more. I'm pretty excited about 26. I would be okay with that forever, probably. (laughs) But thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, you're wonderful. And again, if you have any questions, comments, dick pics, um, advice, or um, suggestions, or anything like that, please text us at 928-928 three eight zero three nine seven four do not call us we are millennials and we do not talk on the phone (laughs) and uh, my mom's one suggestion was that we have a sign off so that people know we're done Hmm. what should it be sorry i put you on the spot
0: oh are we done
1: i mean unless you want to talk about anything else
0: I'm okay. Um.
1: I will say that this beer that I got tonight, we go to um, a liquor tasting at our local Plaza Liquor store that is half a block from our house. Every Friday, it's free from four to seven. And tonight they were tasting two different breweries. One of them was Funkworks out of Fort Collins. And I have the Saison Belgian-styled ale. And it is amazing. And I haven't, I don't know, I just haven't really been into beer lately. But this is a really good one.
0: I used to be into beer. I still am, but I used to, too. (laughs) It's for the Mitch Hedberg fans out there. (laughs)
1: Anything else?
0: Um, I think that's it.
1: All right. Thank you for listening, and please tune in next week for an update on our bar hopping and home shopping saga. Cheers. Love you, mean it. Yay!